Hey, Seth. Hey. Where are you right now? Uh, Probably, John, what do you think we're like a few minutes away from it? Four minutes. Four minutes. You're not going to make me do a whole live play-by-play. Uh, uh, absolutely. Okay. Um, I'll, I'm going to call the hotline just in case this goes down. I can be on a cell phone for you. Okay. By the way, uh, Young Hefe tweeted me and said, good job on ripping that guy apart on disrespecting the vets. I'm a new listener, and my respect for you is beyond the roof. Well, I mean, the guy did a, the guy apologized to me. I didn't know it was the guy that called me. He apologized to you. So yeah, can we be friends? I, I heard you. That's probably are gonna be the, already going to be the cut of the day. So we gave you some good content. True. And uh, let's all be friends again so we can still listen to the show. Okay. I will, I will uh, rescind my revocation of his listening privileges and tell him that he can now listen to Drew Robbo Live every day. Yeah, I mean, it's okay for you to tear into a guy, but we still want them to listen to the show. Yeah, I suppose so. <laughs> Uh, all right, so uh, where, where, like, what are you looking at right now? Can you see the Skyway from where you are? Uh, no, we're going over that uh, first little mini bridge before you actually go over the Skyway. I call that the preway. Yes, the, we're going over the preway right now, which I have no problem with. For some reason, with Seth approaching the Skyway, I just think of, like, Jaws. Yeah. yeah. We'll get the Jaws theme on the background. John Williams' great score. Seth is headed for the Skyway. How's the quality of this? Is it still solid? Sounds magnificent. Okay, good. Yeah, just let that play. It's good. See, it's nice we're, going over, we're going over this little preway right now. It's no big deal. Seth hates the Skyway, hates driving over the Skyway. He's making Promo John drive him. I'm not making Promo John drive me. He He's spending the week. Oh, I see the Skyway now. Um, he's spending the weekend in Sarasota, and this works out for him. It's very convenient for him to drop me off of my gig today, so he's not going out of his way, much like he did last week when he drove me to Sarasota. It's so great that you have a chauffeur for your gigs. Well, listen, I'm, I'm very well liked uh, among all of the Cox employees, so they don't have any problem driving me to my gigs. That's true. It must be nice. Have you ever been driven to a gig by one of the employees, Drew? Uh, not here, no. Uh, back in the real radio days, my friend Matt would drive me, but that was only so that uh, we could smoke weed while we were going to the gigs. <laughs> then we got pulled over one time by a state trooper, and we almost went to jail. True story. How's it going, Seth? <laughs> this is a lot of anticipation <laughs> for going over. The and by the way, I have a feeling that this is going to cut out when I'm going over the Skyway, so this might be the best content you get out of it. Maybe. Can you see the Skyway yet? Yeah, we're going th we're going through the toll right now. Luckily, we have a sun pass, so good. I'd, I'd probably I'd probably say in the next couple of minutes. Yeah, if you don't have the uh, the sun pass, you're an absolute tool. Well, I don't have a sun pass. <laughs> I hear the skyway lurking in the background. Is that what the skyway sounds like? Yeah. Uh, you remember what happened uh, the morning of May 9th, 1980? Yes. What was it? Uh, a boat crashed into the Skyway. That was the morning that the Summit Venture was traveling when it hit the Sunshine Skyway on that rainy, windy, and foggy, well, much like today. Day. The span collapsed, sending a Greyhound bus, six cars, and a pickup into the bay. One man, Wesley McIntyre, survived when his blue pickup fell onto the ship before hitting the water. Oh, man, I want to be Wesley. I want to be Wesley. He managed to escape his vehicle and swim to the surface where he was rescued by the crew of the Summit Venture. The nine people in the cars and the 26 people on the bus all died. Oh, man. Oh, jeez. I see it. You know, at its peak, the Skyway Bridge is 430 feet. It's pretty tall. Well, 
Thanks for the fun fact. <laughs> fun fact. I, I hate this, and this isn't an act at all. I mean, as I see the Skyway, you know, the stupid music playing in my ears, I, this is this is awful. I, I'd rather just not go to the gig. I don't need the money at all. I don't need to make my house payment. Screw it. Yeah, but the people south of the bridge are oh, demanding yeah. a Seth Kushner appearance. I might be a few minutes late, too. <laughs> <laughs> all right, so we're, we're getting pretty close to the Skyway. I'd say within the next... What, two minutes maybe? We should be starting. So great. Starting to ascend. Is it? Is How's it the weather look? It actually isn't bad at all. I mean, I don't know what the weather's like on the top of the Skyway, but right now it's uh, pretty pleasant outside. I feel like I'm a weatherman for Bay News 9. KB1509 said, sitting in my driveway waiting to see if Seth Cush makes it over the Skyway. The anticipation <laughs> is building. We're normally not stunt radio, but no. uh, this is the greatest stunt in the world, sending Seth in the shotgun seat over the Skyway, live on the air with us. Oh, do we lose him? Seth? Oh, no. Yeah. Oh, there oh, he is. There he is. Are you guys, you guys there? Yeah, we're here. Are you there? All right. I'm going to call the bone. I'm going to call the uh, the hotline just so uh, you can put me on hold in case I go out again. Okay. Slow me on hold. Kill the throw you on hold. We're, uh, we're, we're getting close. Oh, man. You feel your heart rate? Your heart rate starting to rise? Maybe getting sweating? Palms a little clammy? Yeah. Mom's spaghetti? It's back. You can hear me? Yeah, I got you. Okay, it's cutting in and out. If for some reason it goes down, just pay, I'll, I'm, I'll be on the phone with you guys. Cool, yeah, I got you on the hotline. Okay, I got to take my glasses off. So oh, boy. This isn't, this isn't as real. Now, do you lay the seat all right. back at all so you don't have to look out the window? Well, what's your strategy? Well, I, normally, I normally do, but Promo John has his dog here, and I, I can't put the – he's right behind me, so I can't put the seat back, So, and I don't have my hat to cover my eyes. And Oh, we are, we are really about to be on this bridge. <laughs> How's the dog handling it? Dog's handling it just fine. There's, I'm with two real men in the car. One man, one dog, and then there's me. And we're here, here, and here we go. Here we go. We're, we're, here we go. We're on the Skyway. I normally have my eyes closed at this point, but I'm looking. Climbing up. Okay. Don't go slow, dude. Please don't. No, dude. Don't don't screw around, man. Promo John loves screwing. Don't turn the hazards on, man. Come on. John, slow down. Okay. John was like, do you John, want, John said, do you want me to screw with Seth? And I said, no, you really shouldn't. I said, use your judgment, okay. but I, but really you shouldn't. I think you should. All right, we're 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 starting to go up right now. I'm looking in the back seat. I, I have no desire to... It feels like John is breaking. <laughs> so... He really is... Don't say... Tra no, traffic's fine, man. We're, we're going up. We're going up. It's a cheese. He really is afraid of the Skyway Bridge. I, I might cuss, just so you guys know. Oh, jeez. The Vatican okay, City just up. tweeted, hurry up, Seth. I'm trying to get a burrito from Moe's. Clayton, <laughs> Sorry. Clayton Kirby oh. said 100 bucks says he won't make it. Well, I'm, well I, I have to make it. I mean, unless <laughs> unless the bridge falls and collapses. Oh, gee. All right, John, stop doing all that accelerating crap, all right? <laughs> all right. Now now the name of the game for me is I just I just start waiting for us to descend, right. and I still feel like we are we are ascending. Into the are we at the top, John? No, we're not. We're not even close to being the top right now. I'm shaking right now, and I'm sweating. Notice the tone in his voice awful. is changing. Ryan Carden, the most anticipated event of the year. Seth Kush live crosses the skyway. Hashtag terrific. Here we go. The most incredible thing. I feel like we're, I, I. I'm not looking, but I feel like we're 
We're still going up. Good Lord. Um, the best thing about this is the quality of the broadcast that's still happening oh, I know. Right it now. sounds magnificent. So you can't see out the window at all? You don't look to take a peek? Nothing. I don't take a peek until I feel like we're going down, and I know that we are still going up. I don't know what the hell. I don't know how fast John's going. John, where are we right now? Are we? Oh, God, we're right at the top. I looked. I looked. Oh, my God. My God. I looked right where the people jumped from is when I looked up. You see the suicide phones? No, don't pull. Don't pull. Oh, my God. This bridge never ends. <laughs> if you just joined I'm us. I'm feeling pressure in my chest right now. Seth Kushner is ascending the heights of the Skyway to get to his gig in Sarasota. Are you sure this is a clip of the day material? Uh, it's so far it is. I might have to recut my tease. Are you in the lane closest to the water or the inside lane? Seth? I'll go to the phone. We might have lost him. Hey, Seth, I think we lost you. You there? Hey, I'm right here. Can you hear me? Yeah, I can hear you. Are you all right? Yeah, dude, it's over. I survived. I'm <laughs> Yay. Congratulations. You wanna you wanna thank all the little people who helped get you to where you are right now? God, thank you to promo John and thank you to everybody else here to the skyway. I've, I have no idea why Bridge needs to be that big. I don't care about the boats and all that other stuff. Screw it. I like uh, Rick the Stalker's idea. John should pretend he's running out of gas. <laughs> Great. Hey, um, if you if you want to go back to the conference, it's working again. Oh, okay. Yeah, I got you. Okay, so yeah, John did all those things. Oh, there's traffic up here. Oh, I'm stalling out. Oh, I gotta pull over. I'm gonna run out of gas. He's done all that stuff, and it doesn't matter. What we learned today is I'm a real man, and I survived going over the Skyway, and I'll survive coming back. Hundreds of people travel the Skyway Bridge daily. You do realize this. <laughs> What, what you've done today, uh, Seth, dwarfs the accomplishments of one Nick Walenda. You're a true daredevil. I'm proud of you. Star staring death and doom in the face and laughing. One step for Seth. I did. You know one what? One giant leap for Seth Kind. That's true. <laughs> At some point in my life, I might actually drive over the bridge myself, but today was not that day. And I'm okay with that. Baby steps. Baby steps. Well, thank we'll you. Get there. Uh, good luck to you at your gig at Walmart. I'm sure there'll be plenty of celebratory beverages popped <laughs> for your huge task that you've accomplished today. And uh, again, thanks to all the little people who helped make this happen. Thank you. Estimated time of arrival at the Walmart, 5.15. So just wait for me. I'll be there. <laughs> there you go, Sissy. I assume you'll be staying until uh, 7.15 to make up for that extra 15 minutes. Oh, you're breaking up, Drew. <laughs> but uh, yeah, I'll be, I'll be. Uh, but the gig ends at seven. <laughs> I imagine when Seth arrives at the Walmart, it'll be much like when the lightning came back. Yes. From playing Chicago in the Stanley Cup, just like a crowd of people cheering for this huge event that he crossed the Skyway. You're a hero. You're a hero. Thank you. Thank you. I appreciate it. Thank you to you guys for believing in me. Talk to you soon, sissy. All right, screw you guys. Bye. Tell Seth to look out for cruise ships. Listening to Seth is better than watching Nick Willenda cross between the two, two skyways, skyscrapers. That's great. And it's
Hello, everybody. Thank you for staying with us on the Drew Grabo Live featured cut of the day. Here's a little hidden track for you. Bye. Kenny, what's up? Welcome to Drew Grabo Live. Hey, Drew. How's it going, sir? Good, man. Thank you. Yourself? I'm doing very well. Good. You, you know, Drew, I mean, this is kind of like the first year that I've heard a lot of the vets saying things about post-traumatic and, you know, a grandfather had fought Korean World War II, things like that. Mm-hmm. And, I, don't, I know it probably bothered them, too, but it seems to me that it's uh, more bothersome now. Is the war was different, maybe? Uh, I don't know that the war is any different. I know that there are a lot of disenfranchised young men who signed up for the military not knowing that they'd be sent to a godforsaken desert, not knowing all of what that entailed, got uh, in some battle situations, and came back bearing not just physical but emotional scars. What's your point? No, well, I'm just I'm just thinking maybe the mental toughness of, of some of the men in the past. Did you serve? Wars. My grandfather. Did, no, absolutely not. Oh, I okay. have no right to say anything y- about y- it. Yeah, you, you exactly thinking, don't. You come off like a real ass, if I may be perfectly frank with you. Well, and that's yep. why, Drew, I was kind of considering not even calling you. You should I know you always say, don't call yeah, when you Go with that voice. It, yeah, go go I with that voice in your head next time it. because you sound like a real total dick when you call no, into question the real. Well, it doesn't matter if you're trying to be or not. A lot of dicks don't try to be dicks, but they come off that way because they're ignorant and what you said is steeped in ignorance you're an absolute moron if you would try to question the legitimacy of post-traumatic stress disorder of so many of our youngest finest soldiers right. who go to a foreign no. land and come back bearing emotional scars i'm embarrassed that you're listening to my program that. and you should be ashamed of yourself and you don't deserve to be in this country for the fourth of july so go to guam you dick this is the point uh, where you apologize to all the soldiers out there well, who no, serve no, for no, our country. I would do that if it came off like that. Absolutely, I would apologize Go ahead. intensely. Go ahead, say but it. I apologize for coming off in the wrong way. What I was saying is I know for a fact our men were tougher in the past. Grandfathers. That's your opinion. That is the, you, so, go get a grown-up to explain fact versus opinion yeah. to you because tougher is not something that you can tangibly prove. You're an ignorant fool. You came There's off a like a total dick on my radio program, and I don't okay. appreciate what you did today, especially with Fourth of July Independence Day right around the corner. You're an embarrassment right. to my America, show, and I- you're an embarrassment to America, you prick. I'm sorry. I didn't serve, okay? I don't know what PTSD is. Mm -hmm. I've seen enough documentaries, and it breaks my heart to see the lack of resources available to the people who come back a shell of their former self, can't sleep, can't relate to the outside world, can't find a job, can't re-enter the world of their marriage because they're always thinking about what they saw in Iraq, Kuwait, Afghanistan, whatever. And for you to sit there and say, well, they were tougher in the past— Go get a time machine and go to the past then and hang out with the leathernecks who are so much tougher. Was that the gist of his whole phone call? Yeah. That soldiers these days aren't as tough as they used to be? Right. So is he saying PTSD doesn't really exist? I think that's the point. I wow. think that's what he was trying to get to. That they didn't have PTSD back in the day. What an absolute embarrassment. Rick, what's up? Welcome to Drew Grabo Live. Hey, Drew. This is Rick. How you doing? Good, man. Thank you. Good. I I, uh, I just retired out a year and a half ago, 20 years in the Army, and I've been overseas. And, you know, quite honestly, I, I didn't think that PTSD would have affected me. And in light over the past few months and, and seeing some professionals, it, it really, truly does affect the individual. And it's uh, it's quite dynamic the way it works. And it's uh, it can be scary at times, but uh, it's manageable. And to answer the question of the previous caller, 
called in about us not being as tough as previous uh, veterans. Well, we, we both know that's not the case. And of course. the reason why it's so much more prevalent now is because we actually make it aware and uh, we're treating these guys. And it, it's fantastic what they're doing, the programs that they're doing for the vets. Yeah, in, in the old days, uh, veterans were encouraged just to suck it up and not talk about their problems. And therefore, they'd, they'd, they'd shut it all down and keep it inside. Well, now, thank God, we've evolved to a point where you're, it's okay for you to express the fact that you came back with a little bit of, uh, you know, of PTSD, that you came back with trauma. And it's okay for you to talk about it. And it's okay for you to process it. And for anyone to try to cheapen that or to, or to compare you unfavorably to the military service members of the past, I, I, I mean this with 100% sincerity, I hope that he says something like that to the wrong person at the wrong time and that a group of Marines beat the living snot out of that guy. And as he's laying there with blood pouring out of his stupid nose, I hope he's forced to contemplate his idiotic statement and then carry himself like a man for the rest of his life. Thank you, my dude. I appreciate the call. All right. Thanks, you. Thanks, man. Appreciate your phone call. What's up, David? Thank you very much for calling. How are you? Hey, how are you guys doing today? Good. Thank you. Hey, I was just calling in regards to that, uh, the caller before the last one, uh, as far as toughness. I, I'm a Marine Corps veteran, and I served um, in, in the OEF, and there, there's no such thing as, uh, you know, it, it was tougher, or people were tougher back then. It's just, it wasn't addressed. Those, those men were seen as outsiders. A lot of them were left to die or become alcoholic. They were called shell shock. Right. And, uh... We, now we have, you know, uh, like anything else, uh, uh, medical um, progression that shows us that this is a real problem. And it, it really gets under my skin because not only is it uh, ignorant people outside, but even when I was in Afghanistan, before we came back, we had a battalion sergeant major that told our whole unit, you know, oh, there's no such thing as PTSD, so don't go back there saying anything like that. And it, and it was really hard coming back and... and and having to grasp that and, and going, am I crazy or, you know, am I making this up? And then having to deal with it and then on top of that, deal with the sentiment that, uh, oh, well, you guys are just not as tough as right. they used to be. It's, uh, it's kind of hard. And, and um, I, I just, I don't, know, I don't even know why I called. I just want to say that. Well, I'm glad you did, man, and I appreciate what you've done for our country, and I just want you guys to know that uh, that there are people who appreciate you tremendously and uh, and that legitimize what you're feeling, and I encourage you to call anytime you need to and, and talk about what's on your mind, man. We're always here for you, and I hope you have a great weekend, dude. Thanks so much. I really enjoy your show, and have a great weekend. Thanks, man. I mean, I understand that everybody wants to like weigh in on this now, but I'm not looking to get all, you know, get all deep and Right. Profound. Here's, here's the name of the game. Screw fireworks. Unless you're a veteran and you've checked in with your neighbors. <laughs> That's what we've learned here. I like the 930 cutoff, by the way. Can you give me a bye, bitch, for that uh, that first guy? <laughs> That's what I should have hit him with. Bye. Bye, bitch. Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.